Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. <laughs> and I'm Katie Binkley. <laughs> all right, if I didn't know we were <laughs> Come on. Let's all do Let's finish it. Let's all do Australian. All right, we want to oh, start okay. over? Yeah, let's start over. Okay. I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. And I'm Katie Binkley. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. Okay, today on our show... <laughs> We're going to do this the whole show. No, I can't do it. Today on our show, clocking in at 88 minutes, we're talking about 1979's Mad Max, directed by George Miller. Mm. Um, first time viewing for me. First me, time everyone. Yes, yeah. all around the table. Mm-hmm. But we are not unfamiliar with Mad Max Fury Road. Which, Which I am. You you have not seen that? I have not seen Fury Road. I, I had no desire to see Fury Road until I saw this. And then I was like, maybe I should give Fury Road a shot. I envy you. And I envy everyone, most people who started in the correct order of these movies. Because it's, uh, with the exception of Thunderdome, it's uphill. It's, it's all good. Like, Mad Max... Compared to Fury Road, I mean Fury Road is fine on its own, but compared to this movie, <laughs> is 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 a fucking masterpiece. A masterpiece. Oh, yeah. I mean it is on its own though. Like I, oh, yeah, I would no. highly recommend. Big fan Fury of Road. the Fury Road. Like, I, I really want to compare the two a lot here, even though it's probably it's really unfair to because the timeline of these movies is is vastly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I know nothing about this uh, the the Mad Max world. This was a character that Dad really liked growing up, and it was just one of those things where I was just like, I just the name Mad Max. I'm like, I have no interest. I don't know why, but I had, <laughs> no. I was like, that's I'm turned off already. I it's think that's a, a cool name. But <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I avoided it my whole life, and uh, this was my first viewing, so, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 this movie was comedy at times for me, because, like, that's how, I was watching this movie, and I was like, this movie is ridiculous for a little while, until, like, about a half hour into it, and then I'm just, like, starting to laugh, because I'm like, it's honestly just, it's absolutely ridiculous. I think... It's like a sitcom at some point. I think George Miller has, like, an animator's sensibility as a film. He's got a frenetic pace to these, if you, like, Road Warrior... Is is even more insane, and Fury Road is even crazier. It's uh, now he directed he's like all eighty. Of these. <laughs> yeah, in, he did all in Thunderdome too. Like and... Mad Max is his baby, and yeah. I don't think he would let anybody else do a Mad yeah. Max movie. Right. Um, we'll it's, see it's, what happens after he he passes on. Yeah, I mean and the franchise is we'll uh, left with no one to lead it. They already they're talking about a Furiosa spinoff from Mad. That's Charlie Theron. Awesome. Theron. Uh, I don't. Is it Theron Theron? I don't know. So, mm-hmm. This is just for the listeners' sake. Usually, if if I knew I wasn't being recorded, I would just say Theron. <laughs> so I'm gonna say Theron. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, supposedly the spinoff with her. And uh, why not? Yeah, she's awesome in that movie. Yeah, um, great. But this Pretty isn't wrong. about. I want to talk about Fury Road. But it's unfair to compare the two, because this one, I didn't realize just how far ahead of this apocalypse that they lean so heavily mm-hmm. on in the series yeah. is, is so far ahead of it. We don't really, we get just a taste of what mm-hmm. is to come with this motorcycle oh, anarchy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be a post-apocalyptic world, because like they said it, like in the beginning, it's like, this is a few years in the future, mm-hmm. and like, isn't it like... 
a, a world war has happened at that point? Like, hasn't that already occurred? Because, or am, is are you it, talking about a road warrior? No, I mean, like, is like. Sorry, I got distracted by our dumb cat. That's okay. I think he's purposely trying to fuck around because he knows that we're busy here. Yeah, he, we're not paying attention to him, so yeah. he's going to do everything he can to Sorry. do so We know people who do that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, what were we saying? I don't know. Great. Something about the... Po- Thanks a lot, Jean-Luc, you piece of... I anyway. Know. Oh, yeah, no, so the post-apocalyptic... Yeah. Th- this is... After a world war, right? Like the, this movie. Yes. We like okay. So like I don't know. Did you? Look it just that, gets, Did you have to look that up to find that out? Because there's really is there any indication of that in this? No, movie? I mean I always understood Mad Max. I was just like okay, that's a post-apocalyptic world. That's right. the only thing I understood about it. Right. So like in 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 Road Warrior, it opens with this like opening narration mo- slash montage of spoilers. His his family dying. And, and it's like a little backstory exposition, but it also gives you a taste of what's happening in the world, which is like some sort of gas crisis, nuclear mm-hmm. disaster. But it just, what, what, where, there's a movie between Mad Max and Road Warrior that does not exist. Yeah, that, it sounds like it. That people might be, I don't know, interested in seeing. But I honestly, the less exposition I get in these movies, the it better. It seems like, okay, so let's just say that what happens in Mad Max is that there is a, there was a, a, a nuclear war. Mm-hmm. Going on, and the fallout just hasn't reached them fully yet. Like I, the nuke, the mushroom cloud hasn't made its way <laughs> to this this area yet. So it's not quite as bad. Yeah, I mean, just stylistically, you look at Road War. They got these giant, eccentric, like red mohawks. Yeah, they're, they're they're flipping about their sexuality. They wear like football armor. It's very makeshift. This is just leather jackets and like blonde highlights and one shaved mm-hmm. eyebrow. This is just the baby steps towards what I'd rather be seeing, which is these elaborate car chases with these fucked up salvaged automobiles mm-hmm. yeah. with flames coming out of the tailpipes, <laughs> right. vast wastelands, and no backstory, tragic backstories mm-hmm. about dead families. I don't really want it. And you know what? Yeah. Tom Hardy and Fury Road, as in a few of his other movies, his dialogue is unintelligible. Yeah. Max, uh-huh. Max delivers monologues in this movie. Yeah. Tom Hardy, it just goes... Uh, 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 yeah. In fucking Fury... It's awesome. It's great. Everything so, is over the top. And this is just scaled back. And, and I can't compare the two because this is... If it wasn't for this, then we wouldn't have Fury Road. Right. These are right. just the stepping Setting stones. Setting up the world. Yeah. And it's pretty... Exactly. Yeah. But I gotcha. Road Warrior is so much better. I watched that in film school, yeah. Yeah. and it, it just—it's just chase, chase, chase. I mean, the action's broken up a bit more than Fury Road, which is just unrelentless with the action. Yeah, it's, it's just one big chase. That so movie. let's get into what this movie actually <laughs> yeah. is. All right, if we must, before we start sucking off the rest of Mad Max's experiences. All right. Um. So the movie starts with some super seventies credits, man. Yeah. Like that was one thing that kind of sucked me in for a second. I was like, oh, this is kind of like, yeah. this is a period. This is the oldest movie that we've done so far, right? Like we, yeah, I yeah. believe yeah. it is. You know, we not watch... that we've gone very far. I mean, seventy nine is not that old, but. <laughs> You know, a lot of these movies that we watch, like some of these old ones on cable, we watch in standard def. Yeah. And you really feel the 70s when you watch <laughs> these movies in standard. You could see the grain. And the, yeah. And this movie is was low budget, independent. Yeah. So you, and I, it looks I, like it. Yeah. I respect the ingenuity of the filmmaking of it. You can see his style forming and what, if he had like millions of dollars, what Fury Road would look like compared to this. And you could just kind of see the, the glimmers of... 
of yeah. what, he, what he really wants to accomplish. But either way, I dig the 70s credits. <laughs> like, it you takes like it. it. <laughs> like, it's just kind of like, all right, cool. Like, this yeah. is new for me. I don't watch movies this old or uh, from the 70s usually. And then it's cool, like, I'm like right away, I'm like, the toe cutter. Like, you oh, see that in yeah. the opening credits. I'm like, what the fuck is a toe cutter? Or how about, all right, uh, here we go. How about Brian May from Queen, who did the... I was, uh, I was wondering that. I saw the name, and I was like, is that a coincidence, or is that the actual Brian May? And you have issues with the score. Oh, my movie. God. The score in this movie is as relentless as Fury Road apparently is. Because, like, it's just... It's like a horn, like it's like it's that's not... just I just picture Brian made in the studio just going, you know, I want something like a <laughs> and they just recorded it and, and they filtered it through a synthesizer and that's what it sounds that's like. That's actually it. Yeah. It's actual mm-hmm. dialogue from mm-hmm. Brian May recorded. Mm-hmm. What do you think of these credits, Katie? They were fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pay attention to the opening credits. Well, reeks not... of reeks of like Australian independent cinema, you know? Australian, Australian cinema. cinema. And um, we get uh, opening at the Hall of Justice. Hall of Justice. Oh my god, the Hall of Justice. Just All these crumbling. Hall of Justice shots mm-hmm. are what, like, the first thing that made me, like, start to chuckle. Yeah. Because the music that's played, I wish I remembered it now because it was so much earlier. You didn't like the Hall of Justice music? It was so over the top that, like, by the third time they showed the Hall of Justice, I'm like, this is like a fucking sitcom. Like, this is like... <laughs> like, meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice... Yeah. yeah. Who's been using my soap on a rope in the shower? I found a short and curly and it doesn't belong to me. Um... I, you know what we laughed at was how the uh, the little subtitle, A Few Years From Now. <laughs> yeah, A Few Years From Now. <laughs> a few years uh, from now. Just a few. Just All like, right. it's like three years from now. And it's like... It's, In 2020. <laughs> I was wondering how George Miller, like, because I didn't see this, how he was going to tackle that sort of Wasteland era, like, feeling... When you have a low budget and you're just kind of running and gunning, what you do is the answer is you go to the countryside and yeah. you shoot mm-hmm. by these grassy hills and this yeah where there's nothing exactly and like, oh, the yeah. buildings are already crumbling you know themselves. as as a, I've done a few films as if I love being left the fuck alone I could see why George Miller wants to in Fury Road all these other just go out in the middle of the desert right, do right. his thing and just say leave me the fuck alone just you don't know? come near me yeah and yeah. if I have to do that like isolate ourselves entirely that's what we got to do but this one. It, like that's the thing uh, these other ones it, they're more vast they're more sparse think even emptier frames mm-hmm. and in this one they're filled with like building like the, it, society is still existing it just yeah. looks like shit yeah. the hall of justice mm-hmm. the interior we don't get there quite yet it looks like garbage yeah looks like the inside of Oscar the Grouch's can I imagine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've never I mean did, if he keeps it up did yeah. we ever see the interior of his can I, I don't know, but I didn't watch a lot of Sesame Street I mean, like, to I know the it's continuity. Still on. It's I like, think you oh do, yeah, actually. You do? Yeah. Is it like a mansion? Is that the joke? No, no, it's just a regular can. Really? Yeah. That's sad. Not a lot of space. I mean, he has a What'd him you and his expect? pet down there. It's just the it's just a tiny fucking interior of a can. Like, like. Like I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you right. Come on, yeah, give us a taste of us. God, it's been so long. No, because I, I hey. <laughs> I'm just doing my uh, what I imagine 
Tom Hardy sounds like in Fury Road. <laughs> yeah, he sounds just yeah. like Oscar the Grouch in Fury, like Oscar the Fury Road. Road. It's true. She call it Anarchy Road, which is a nice cute sign that we see early yeah, on in this movie. We do see Anarchy that. Corner. Before that, though, we see, um, uh, I who does this guy look like? First, he through when you see him in the scope and he's looking through a rifle on the side of the street. He's one of the cops. Yeah, you find out mm-hmm. he look kind of look like Jonah Hill, but then you see no, he's <laughs> no, not. He doesn't no, look like no, Jonah no. Hill. I don't know what he looks like, but him and his partner are watching some fucking going yeah, watching on. some yeah. watching some porking so, going on. Listen, li- literally in the first what. Five minutes. Ten of this, seconds. Seconds yeah. of this yeah. movie. It's just open. You yeah. see a naked couple just going at it in a field. You kind of see them. I mean, it's distant. It's like barely. You get a little. You see a little dangle action when that guy okay. gets up and runs away. I did not catch any dangling. You, 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 come on, you guys saw the dangling. I didn't. I was looking for dangling. And I saw nothing. I, I, you gotta look for the dangling when you watch a movie with full frontal. Nudity. Anytime you look for a guy's butt, you gotta see like, does he dangle down from what? Bu- can you is see it between the legs? Is it Fassbender and yeah. Shame when he's yeah. throw, when he's peeing? He's throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the fucking okay. There's there's cops and they're in pursuit of some uh, some guy. He's a laughing crook. We kind of don't know. He throws wow. us in the action. That George Miller. He's a yeah. pesky son. And of I'm bitch. gripped. Like right away. I'm yeah. like because and. Dan earlier in the day had yeah. texted me like, you know, like I wonder how much you're gonna hate this. Like so, like I'm already like, oh no, this must be really bad. But like it I starts off, and I'm just so. like, no, this is cool. This is the best parts of Death Proof happening right here. Like it's a good way of looking at it, and even aesthetically, I would, you know, they're kind of yeah bedfellows. But I didn't know if you were gonna be into like the grit. The old, like the cheapness of it. If you were gonna buy the universe, or the what we're gonna come up with, some sexuality, sexuality, <laughs> some happening. unwanted sexuality, sign right. sexuality <laughs> happening. Um, yeah, because you know, as as some of you listeners know, if you're devoted, Jared does not like things that are no. too fucky. When things get too fucky. Mm-hmm. I'm a little, I'm, I I tune out. But it's no, this was some distant too fucky. This was some distant banging on the side of the road. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's okay. I'm not seeing too much here. Okay, so. This guy, this cackling, maniacal criminal is driving. And we find out that his name is the Knight Rider. Not to be confused with David Hasselhoff. Do you think he's a fan of the Knight Rider? I think this was pre? I don't know. 79? 79? Well, this is in Australia, too. I don't know if Australia had gotten (laughs) Knight Rider with David Hasselhoff. The Germans certainly did. Oh, or so the Germans would have us believe. Mr. Gorbachev. Tear down that wall and crank up the half. <laughs> no? <laughs> they no love, the joke is the German people love David Hasselhoff. The joke is that Dan's doing a Ronald Reagan impression. Well, Mommy. Did you know he called his wife Mommy? Yeah, that is like it's, it's disturbing. It's a really creepy... Repu- I'm not going to stand on my liberal soap, but it's a creepy Republican thing I'm noticing. Yeah, no, I mean, like... Maybe Mommy. when maybe when Jack is like three years old and I'm talking mm. to Caitlin in the room right. with Jack, sure, that's one thing. But to be an adult and be right. like, "Give mommy. me a kiss, mommy," and like, Ooh. "Oh, what's for dinner, mommy?" Yeah, it's like being called daddy during sex. Like, no, that's uh, disturbing okay. too. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we kind of get like little intros to Max during this kind of big chase yep. scene with On Knight Rider. Nice oh yeah, boots. you see that jawline and yeah. you know who that is oh, at this point. Baby face, baby, baby face. God, God damn it. Do you know what infuriated me the most about this movie? Is that Mel Gibson was 22 years old when this movie was shot. Like, the guy... 
I got to digress once more. I had a discussion recently with a friend, and we were talking about Mel Gibson, and, and I kind of, it's a little harder more and more recently to separate the art from the artist, but my point is we got into talking about Mel Gibson because a Daddy's Home 2 came out. Yeah. And we said, despite any transgressions, which now compared to some more recent other celebrities mm-hmm. are, seem lighter, Yeah. the guy is a movie star Yeah. in every sense of the definition mm-hmm. and you d- despite everything he's done even like in the 50s i'm sure that is more movie star <laughs> behavior yeah he not to defend him but he is born to be a star so that does not surprise me that he got started at 22 or no. perhaps mm-hmm. earlier but my god like that he's just like he seems 41 at like, for, like <laughs> he's been 41 until he reached 41 and then he became 50 and he's been 50 until he like until he went off the rails so Knight Rider keeps me- he's screaming. He's got his redheaded girlfriend in the front seat. He's going off like, <laughs> and, he- and he's mentioning a toe cutter, toe cutter. Yeah, this guy's fucking insane. And I'm like, I'm chuckling at this point because I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? So, uh, not Jonah Hill has some car problems, but now nah, they keep driving. Uh, at the diner, there's these two punks that are eating, and they see police, mm-hmm. and they and I'm like, how, at this point, I'm like, how many fucking characters are in this? Are these guys yeah. important? Like, it turns out it's just the police squad to kind me, of getting yeah. together. I'm to watching chase this, this and I'm like, well, this is Mad Max, and like, I don't know who any of these other fuckers are, but yeah. like, it just seems like everybody like. What I was reading as it was happening in front of me was like, okay, this is just something that occurs, and when it occurs, you're like, you follow the action. Like, I don't like right, that's just yeah. the world we live in right mm-hmm. now. I did, it didn't seem like these were all people as part of one gang or anything like that until the motorcycle fucks came in later. I didn't know what to expect because there are more moments of rest in this, and I'm expecting Fury Road, and you'd, or even Road Warrior to a certain degree, and you don't, this is. The slowest Mad Max, because yeah. it has to be. Yeah. You know, and I'm expecting some, like, do I have to invest in these two punks at this diner? Yeah. It turns out it's just two cops. It's I so think. slow and quiet that, like, they, there's this shot of, like, and I don't know if we've, like, quite reached it yet, but, like, mm-hmm. they show this crossroad, like, this dirt crossroad, mm-hmm. and I'm like, isn't that where Tom Hanks pulled over at the end of Castaway? <laughs> like, this is peaceful and serene where you contemplate where your yeah. future's going. Where that cute angel lady uh, hits on him. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, okay, so he goes... <laughs> Now I'm talking. Oh, I want to talk about Castaway, but I, I won't. I won't. Yeah, we don't know. It's right. definitely not under ninety minutes. Yeah. So uh, Jonah, not Jonah Hill, hits a bus with his car in pursuit of this uh, Night Rider mm-hmm. guy. He they properly fuck up their car, but I love the naivety that they keep continue to drive. Yeah, they keep going at it like, ah, come on, yeah. we're good, we're good, we're good. I found that genuinely funny. The that's the that's why I'm saying like so yeah. the, like mm-hmm. things happen in this movie and like by a half movie. hour I'm like this Crazy. everything that's happening has made me laugh and I don't know if it's supposed to or not. <laughs> well, we'll get there. But the eye bulge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so now we meet a family and there's a little boy just yeah. walking in the middle of a street. Yeah, all the ex- mm-hmm. all the excitement of this opening scene. Mm-hmm. Is just ruined with a baby and a saxophone. Like, <laughs> oh, I was like, my heart was pumping, and then all of a sudden, it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Who are these people? Why is it calm again? Like, yeah. so because I and I also knew mm-hmm. that Fury Road was unrelentless and just beginning to end. Like, mm-hmm. I had heard that about the movie, so I was kind yeah. of expecting the same thing about this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. who are these fucks? Why? Why are we getting <laughs> to know them? Exactly. I got a little worried, I, I will admit, for the first ten minutes. And then once it's found its footing, I was like, okay, this is kind of more of a cop drama than it is like a 
crazy yeah. high octane action chase movie. So yeah, I just have to accept it for what it is. Um, so the little boy walks in the middle of the street. We mm-hmm. don't really know him. He almost gets creamed by Knight yep. Rider. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just laughing. Mm-hmm. And they pass him. They pass the kid and yeah. and his mom. But that's when uh, uh, non Jonah Hill crashes through a trailer now, like fucking right through it. That baby's now homeless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was their home. That was yeah. their home. Yeah. So I mean, at least he didn't die on the bright side. Yeah. Uh, that's so. The partner though, or non Jonah Hill, he says, "Call a meat truck for my partner." And this is just kind of there, kind of a bad example of the slang they use in this movie. But yeah. there is a mm-hmm. vernacular in this movie that uh, they definitely refine in Fury Road, mm-hmm. and that is um, like a language. A that's one of those thing. things where like there's a dubbed version of this, and I don't like. I certainly don't know which version either of us ended up watching, but like. Apparently, American like they were worried that American audiences weren't going to understand yeah. most of this Australian oh, jargon, yeah. so they were like they had to do a a dubbed version where they like replaced some of the words and phrases. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's incoherent at times. We totally watched the Aussie cut. I understood probably ninety percent of it. Yeah, the the dialogue. Um, this is when uh, Knight Rider refers to his uh, himself. He's a fuel-injected suicide machine. Oh, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> so Max's interceptor comes charging. Yep, his interceptor and this, car. You could tell he's a hot shit, man. He's got mm-hmm. his own car. Yeah. Yep. You know? And uh, Knight Rider is hotter than a rolling dice. <laughs> so Max plays a game of chicken with him at first. Uh, I, I think Knight Rider swerves. Max pulls a Yui, gets back into pursuit with him, and then uh, he cries because he knows he's beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting little moment. Yeah, yeah. he's just, he's like, he's broken right eyes. away. He's like, <laughs> he was so confident just literally just five ago. seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, way to puss out in front of your woman. Too, yeah, his right? woman yeah. tries to console him because, you know, she loves him. Yeah. But Max, he's got him by the fucking taint now. So. That's what Knight Rider crashes and he blows up thanks to Max. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what happens, right? Yep. Yeah. I can't remember specifically how. I just have that he he crashes and he blows up. I mean, there's a lot of crashing and a <laughs> yeah. lot of blowing up, so you know. All right. So back at home, Mac, we meet Max. This is yeah, such this a, is the strangest character introduction yes. next to like a Loaded Weapon One or something. Yeah, this is I've where I'm seen. like, what the fuck is happening here? He's, it's a slow pan. He's sitting there, and you hear this like calming saxophone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it pans from him sitting on like the couch, and it's oh, his he, wife. He's sitting there with a baby. Yeah, That's with what a little kid. Yeah, yeah. one like, little young baby <laughs> Mel Gibson as okay. a child of his own. <laughs> Baby's having babies, man. Yeah, yeah. He's like what twelve in this mm-hmm. Mel Gibson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a slow pan over, and his wife's playing saxophone, and she's really rocking the shit out of that thing. And it's that's just, I I guess she's a character because she plays saxophone. I guess so. So uh, the kid punched the mom today, and they'll have a laugh about that because they're Australian. Yeah, because they're all scrappers. (laughs) We all know that Australians like to beat their parents. It's just like father, like son. They're just being a little boys will be boys. Even uh, Christian Bale, even though he's Welsh, yeah, he punched his mom. Well, sorry cool. to bring it down, guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it, they'll have a good laugh about that. But the next day, he mentions the goose. Yeah. He's got a partner right. named the goose. the goose. We find out that later that he's a partner, but the goose. He just says the goose wants me to be there. I like. All right, 
Mel Gibson, it's his thickest accent in this movie. Yeah. It mm-hmm. gets more and more muddied over the years. And my intro to him was probably like Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. one of those. Yeah, like had to have four. Been. We saw it in the right. theater when we yeah. were kids. That's weird that <laughs> we, uh, Lethal Weapon 4 was definitely the first one we saw. Yeah. That's I loved up. it. I still love that movie. It's to great. This day. A lot of people shit on it. I don't know why. There's a Chris Rock, I guess. They I don't, don't give a fuck about. It. Yeah, like, who cares? But um, my point is, like, I didn't really detect he was Australian. Truth be told, when I saw him in like Signs, when I saw him in mm-hmm. What Women Want, I was like, people like when they do impressions of him or they would talk about him, like you that accent. I was like, no, what? Why? Yeah. Uh, did right. you guys get that, or did you always knew know that he had an accent? No, I didn't. He was one of those. People, I was like, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know. Same. But to be fair, like, I I didn't know John Boyega was British for like until we <laughs> right. watched. It. I was like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? So like, yeah. Um, it's yeah, not like no, Schwarzenegger I, where he just does Schwarzenegger all yeah. the time. No, I do remember hearing impressions of Mel Gibson and be like, why, why, right? Because yeah. people lay that on thick when they do like impressions, and I'm yeah. like, it's it's much more. Uh, mm-hmm. Your accent's kind of muddled. Yeah, <laughs> to quote Pierce Brosnan in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Uh, so he says the goose wants me there. So that's why I have to goose. explain my accent here. The goose wants me there, early. Really? <laughs> and his wife's pissed. He has to leave. He puts on, uh, you know, puts on a mask to cheer her up. Yeah, this weird yeah. old man kind of bald, which monstery. comes back like a couple times in this movie. It's that's like creepy. a, it's like a totem almost. It's <laughs> like if, if this were Inception, yeah. Only he would know the weight and feel of that mask. Yep. But what, Mel Katie, you called this, the what? kid. What's the kid doing on the floor? He's like playing with his dad's gun. Is He's that like right? chewing on it. He's, is he playing with a gun? Care. I couldn't tell what the they kid was doing. This is Australia. You know what, there's so much neglect for that <laughs> child, do, though. There is. Dude. Oh. Oh. They do not care. They just let him roll around the back seat at one point, like yeah. like no, not even a, a seat. You're gonna, like he's just floating around like in a trunk, basically. We're gonna find out that these are like the worst parents ever because yeah. their kids having kids. They're too young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> should wait. So anyway, and the father is mad. He's mad. He's in. Is he insane or is he angry or both? He, you know what? He kind of snaps at the end. Like so, he's perturbed. Max. They should have called it perturbed Max. For a while, I mean, he's just kind of gruff, Max, for a little bit, yeah, and then he gets mad, yeah, mm-hmm. and then he goes mad, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. just like he's just like, well, I could be mad, mad, Max, but I don't know, <laughs> aggressive, <laughs> aggressive, Max. I could, be, I could be, I could be evil, Max. I could be mean, Max. Err, I'm like, mean, Max. Mad will be a double entendre in this situation. Let's just leave it at that. So the ghost wants me there, like <laughs> so. He says, she signs, and this is cute. Mm-hmm. When he's, he's leaving for work, the wife signs uh, crazy about you to him. Yeah. And that's a little thing. Which is uh, cute, but like doesn't come to play in any way. Like, well, oh, cool, she's learning sign language. I wonder what that'll, how that'll help in some way. <laughs> I, it I, won't. Uh, I appreciate when a couple, is a, as a unit, has like a little idiosyncrasy in a movie mm-hmm. that shows that they have a bond. And that, uh, I thought, exemplified that pretty well. But I get what you're saying. But he doesn't understand what... She's. He has to ask, "What does yeah. that mean?" So it's like, it's like yeah, it's, she's, what she's doing is she's establishing it. It's like she's setting it up. It's like when you call this our new thing now. T-Bone. Right, That's right. your nickname now right. from now on. Okay, I'm T-Bone. Right, fine, I guess I'm T-Bone. Yeah. So everybody hear that? <laughs> I'm T-Bone now. Now Max Thanks, is Frank. This is Max's job. 
He like parks somewhere, he juggles, and he just waits for some action. Because yeah. that's what we see him doing next. Yeah. He's got three balls. He's actually, you know, pretty good juggler. He's got an apple, or I don't know if it's oh, three it? apples, but oh. he definitely takes a bite out of one of those apples at one point. Yeah. The sour apple. And what he's doing is, he actually, he's not working. We find out that he's meeting up with some bros. It's like some underground car garage thing where they restore, or like these beauties of these. Like, I guess not straight legal racing mm-hmm. uh, V8 engine interceptors. It's all tricked out, these, <laughs> these death-proof machineries. And Max basically, is this what he meets his car. Like, yeah. this uh-huh. is like the iconography of the Mad Max franchise. Like, he, that classic black car with the... the which looks thing fucking out of the stupid to me. This whole car you is like... You like it? Uh, in the... If you were to visit a garage of movie cars, mm-hmm. yeah, this is one that's just like it's, I don't. We need to go down the Mad Max wing. Like, what are we gonna see that? Like, what do we need to see the General Lee? Like, who? Like, these are I, uh, stupid. Like, who gives a shit about these? <laughs> Show me a, like the Batmobile. Show me the DeLorean. I, you know, something like, really tricked out. The, when it comes to famous like pop culture cars, come up with a dozen. One of them on most lists is going to be the Mad Max. I car. guess for people who were like I'm, you know, was never familiar with Mad Max. So, you know, I would be like if I was. I prefer nice guy. If Max. I'm if, if I'm looking around the showroom and there's an arrow that says uh, over there is the Mad Max car mm-hmm. and over there is uh, the Mutt Cuts mobile from Dumb and Dumber, I'm gonna be like, sweet, I'm gonna go check out that. Well, of course, I'm gonna go check out that dog van. Well, of course, I can't argue with the Mutt Cuts van. That's a, that's like, a whole other like, thing. At the end of the day, Mutt Cuts is rated higher than this than the Mad Max uh, Pop car. Pop quiz hotshot, Katie. <laughs> What's your favorite movie car or television car? Television would be the Supernatural car. Dean's yeah. car. Mm-hmm. Yes. Impala. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think many would agree with you there. Yeah, how classic. About, how about movie? Uh, movie car. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite movie car. No. Mine is the carpet in Aladdin, which the is carpet. coming to your ears soon on 90 Under 90. <laughs> I don't know how soon, but it's coming to your ears eventually, eventually. on 90 Under 90. So they say that this is the last of the V8s. Nitro. Like, mm-hmm. this is huge. Max, like, jizzes his pants when he's checking this thing out. He rubs Wait, it. can we take it for a ride? <laughs> <He's>, yep, yep. <laughs> And he, what happens is, is he being listened in on by evil I dudes? Think so. His I don't. Superiors? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know what the fuck happens in this <laughs> this movie. This is the one thing I'm that in sticks this, out to I'm me. in this movie for nothing but car chases, just me like, too. like that's what I was expecting this movie to be. Yeah. I, I like, and then. You know, these this motorcycle gang shows up, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like, yeah, this whole sequence of somebody like being, we, I think we got him. Like, right, got who? Right. Who are you trying yeah. to get? No there's, idea. There's like Serpico like intrigue, like yeah. espionage. In this, it's like, well, I don't need this. I'm with you. I, I like basic bare bones Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Labatouche says he doesn't want to deal with Max, and he leaves. We never see. I don't think we ever see Labatouche again. Nope. Not that I so know. So fuck it. I didn't know his name was Labatouche. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it. Was we had to watch it with subbies. Yeah. yeah. And one of the guys like, uh, it was like he refers to this. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Some Labatouche. Yeah, Labatouche. Labatouche. Am I right, guys? Yeah. High fives. You, you guys can't see it, but they both just high fived me. Yep. That sound you heard. That's us high fiving Dan. So they're being is li- no at night. Max. 
took out a couple of crazies. This is the aftermath of another, like, I guess heroic effort that Max made where he brutally murders, like, a couple gang members. Yeah. Remember? It, like, opens on, like, a bridge and you meet the bald guy who's, like, his superior. Right. And he, like, walks and talks and he's all like, keep up the good work, Max. Mm -hmm. And, like, you see what happened, what Max did. It's, like, a brutal wreckage. He's Uh. like, check that out, huh? Yeah. Yeah, high fives. (laughs) And then they, you guys can't see it, but they high five. Yeah. So. No, I didn't know that was what was happening in this scene because oh. I didn't know what was happening in most it's, of this. In it's, this. it's just a fucking whatever scene. It's just mm-hmm. like yeah, this movie get, and I will get into it as we go. But it's padded. Yeah, quite oh, a bit. Yeah. It definitely feels quite that way. a bit. Uh, next day, this is when like the the real thrust of the movie is with this evil cycle gang shows up into this small town, like in the center of town, and just kind of takes over. Yeah, they just they just. They rev their engines in, and I'm, I'm laughing my ass off this whole time. I'm like, this is synchronized engine yeah. revving. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it just reminded me of South Park when, like, the motorcycle yeah. douches. Yeah. Like, these fucking morons. Exactly. There's a couple from, I think it's the same couple from earlier that were fucking in the field. This oh. time, they're fucking in a car. And they Whoa. stand by that car for, like, what feels like way too long yeah. for like yeah. the, like too much action happens and they're yeah. still looking at it from their vantage point I will there's a lot of stupidity in this movie a lot of violence and carnage can be prevented by just uh, being just not being stupid there's yeah. a lot of stupidity in this so yeah the synch- I wrote that down synchronized engine revs by this gang and what it is is we find out is that it's uh, Knight Rider's gang who is kind of there to uh, they think he's still alive I believe and is they, that why they're there? I believe I just, so. Honestly, I was just like, oh, like the well, everything we saw up to this point was just yeah. whatever. We're getting a flavor for the world, and then the motorcycle gang shows up, and these are where who we yeah. care about. They're there to meet Knight Rider, and then they do, it's really soon that they find out that he's dead, and mm-hmm. that's when they snap, and they really fuck up the town. But I'll, I'll get there. So they, they bust moves in the middle of the town. It's like West Side Story. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're very synchronized <laughs> and like uh, rhythmic with mm-hmm. their movements. And uh, one of them says, we're here to meet a friend. Uh, come in on the train. So that's it. They're waiting for Knight Rider. My theory is Knight Rider got off that train, met some redheaded chick, and just had a joyride yeah. and fucking got killed. <laughs> so we find out these guys are the part, of the part of the crew. And they're just fucking around in the middle of the town. And this is what I imagine uh, uh, Portland is like. <laughs> because they're, they're dressed kind of like, some of them are dressed like, Straight up hipsters. Oh, yeah. A lot of them yeah. are like old, like punk bikers, mm-hmm. but they're just being obnoxious in the middle of town. <laughs> they're not really doing anything. No, and a lot of them were actual biker gang members. Like uh, that's how they filled out this crew. Was just give them a beer for the day. We're gonna pay you in beer, and that'll be safe for everybody. Yeah, we just lost Portland, but that's all right. That's fine. Now the I don't think Portland was really listening. They were above us. No. But they were listening before everybody else. Yeah. Um, now the assholes chase the horny couple because the horny couple thinks they can take off, and they're a pretty sweet ride. But it's no match for the motorcycle gang. No. For way. some reason, Ow! feel the Ow! need to chase this poor couple. And mm-hmm. like at this point, I'm like, this movie compared to the other ones, which are more action. This is like horror elements of this. Movie. I was gonna say, as this movie goes on, it definitely plays out like a horror movie. Yeah. At, certainly at times. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Especially near the end. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chasing the couple, they're they're not gonna give up. It sucks. The dude, they kind of know it. And the the villain, it's toe cutter. He hits the windshield with a machete. That causes the car to kind of spin out of control. It destroys it. And that's when they they swarm in. They pull the woman out. I'm like, oh great. And yeah. I'm sure we're all thinking mm-hmm. it. And 
truth be told, uh, I texted you after watching the first half of this movie, and to the movie's credit, they don't show they don't go to detail with this implied rape. Yeah, and I appreciate. No, that. it's like it's kind of. It just goes right to the aftermath almost. Yeah. So I texted you. I was like, I wonder how... Because I thought about the rape. I was like, this is really... just going to ruffle Jer's feathers. Because yeah. if anybody... I mean, nobody likes to see rape in a movie, but you especially. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like when people are, are fucking, let alone raping in a movie. <laughs> right. You're right. Unwanted fucking. Ugh. Are you kidding me? This movie just got way too rapey for me, too. Mm-hmm. No. It's one of those, again, it's it's distant rape. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts- it's distant roadside rape, I guess. I'm okay with that, which I should probably talk to my therapist about. <laughs> it cuts away at, at the right time, I think. Mm. You get a taste, and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm outraged by this." Yeah, it's enough. And now it's road rash for real, man. Like he, it's it's. You guys it's remember bad Road Rash, there. the video game? Yeah, it was great. Where you get to punch the shit out of the other motorcycle if riders. You time it right, you can grab a bat from the other person and the then use that viper. You, you never played no. Road Rash? Yeah, it's oh, a motorcycle. Man. It's like this game where you're on a motorcycle and like your whole job is to like smash like it's, it's <laughs> to little, it's to win the race but it's to win the race but like let's, let's be real but here you have it's, a bat with but you, you also can... have the ability to kick from oh your motorcycle God. like <laughs> violence is built into this game you always start the game with just bare knuckles and then some asshole comes up next to you yeah. and tries to hit you with a bat <laughs> in the game and you grab it you just beat the shit out of them and then you can fall off and you have to run after your motorcycle to pick it up and then ride yeah. again and that is the best score oh. yeah <laughs> Dude. No. Sorry. So yeah, Road Rash. Uh, and Sega Genesis. Go out rent it if you can. Yeah, yeah. Go back in time and rent it. Gamefly it, maybe. Nomad Bikers report on the radio for Max. Now he's in on it. Some dude. Uh, he meet, he was talking to some guy who had a motorcycle with a sidecar. There's a lot of just characters who are just like peripheral. They're just like, yeah. hey, weirdo. Yeah. They go, hey. And then that's the last you see of him in this yeah. movie. That, that happens sidecar a lot. Is, the mo- yeah. is another thing. I'm just like, is that yeah. supposed to be a funny sidecar? Because I'm laughing at that sidecar. <laughs> it's it, pretty funny. It's a weird it little was, pod. It was a weird, it's like a little was red it egg. Was it to keep her hair like... Intact or it's just if so, it's a pretty you know good it, reason. It looked like it looked like one of those like vinyl change purses where you have to like squeeze it to open it up. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a slit exactly. on wheels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it was probably George Miller's cousin or some shit. Yeah. Oh, George, let me in your movie. All right, Kenzie. fine. I need someone in the movie. All right, and then the better in the pod. <laughs> a Max and partners see the naked dude running from the scene. And that, what a fucking coward. Like, Call him a turkey. What a turkey. Because we find out it's the guy, and he might have been raped too by the gang. Well, I don't know, man. I read in the synopsis, like the synopsis on Wikipedia seems to think that also the guy may have been raped oh. by the gang. They don't discriminate. But he fucking fled, and he leaves the girlfriend there at the scene. And so this is the confusing part, because you see the back of the naked guy running. Yeah. And then it cuts to Mad Max and his partner Goose showing up at the scene, and they see two people. They see the woman who was accosted, mm-hmm. who's yeah. like catatonic. Yeah. yeah. And they see what appears to be, like, is it the boyfriend? The boyfriend, Because yeah. he looks very similar to the naked boyfriend. That's yeah, what that's, I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, he too. He looks like a 70s dude. You see these in all these 70s movies. He's got, like, shaggy, curlyish hair. It's brown. Mm-hmm. He's got brown yeah. eyes. He's kind of lanky. And he looks a lot like the naked dude. 
So it's confusing. You yeah. Know, all his whiteies look alike, you know? Yeah. So I, I had to find out on Wikipedia that it wasn't the same guy. It's one of the gang members who just hung back after the mm-hmm. the assault. Yeah. And, and he might not be all no, there. No, he's right. definitely not all there. Yeah. At one point, he's like, literally like, touches fire, like li- tries to light his That's right. arm on yeah. fire or something yeah. like yeah, that. I he's guess. fucked up, this Mr. guy. Joshua, mm-hmm. hold out your right arm. <laughs> yeah. Mel Gibson brought that that into them. He's like, you know, I was working on Mad Max and I had this idea. They never did it in that movie. I feel like there was... Oh, it's it's just the fact that, I mean, can we say his family dies at the end? Yeah. You could cut this out. You could rearrange it if you want. No, it doesn't matter because I look at it like... I go to IMDb. I'm like, let me read the synopsis for this. And like the first synopsis I read is about this biker (laughs) gang coming in and murdering Mad Max's family. And it takes place an hour and ten minutes into this... 90 minute movie what a bunch of dicks it's like after the biker gang kills his son and, and wife the movie wraps up in 7 minutes after well, he I takes just, revenge I just assumed that this would all happen in the first act and then the rest of the movie would be right. him taking out his revenge Me the revenge too. is like 20 minutes if that Me too. So. we'll get into the revenge cause yeah we, we had some words um, but anyway they uh, go, so it's not the boyfriend, it's this guy yeah. who's not all there, his name is Johnny, right? Johnny yeah. something. It's, it, yeah, Brett McKenzie looking guy. <laughs> he looks a lot like Brett McKenzie Like Brett Flight McKenzie and John Leguizamo mixed together. <laughs> With kinda. a little bit of, uh, the guy who played John Connor in Terminator Genesis, I think it's Jason Isaac. A little bit of that. Maybe. <laughs> so... Just a blend of those three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Goose sees the woman and he's pissed at J- Johnny, who's mm-hmm. you know just hanging and laughing. He's kind of mumbling to himself, I think. Yeah. And he he takes him into the Hall of Justice, and he takes the mm-hmm. woman with too. Or no, they leave the woman because that's not what you do. You don't take the victim. It's a shithole. Now we get to see the inside of the. Oh hall yeah, of, it it's looks a terrible. It's Oscar the Grouch's can. I'm expecting his little worm friend to crawl really slowly across the the frame. So the punks did not show. Now this is a big like little turn of events here that sets Goose off. Mm -hmm. What we find out is the woman didn't show up to the court to uh, point the finger at the rapist. The gang. The gang didn't show up. I mean like... Yeah, like... Don't you arrest the gang? Who didn't show up to... The, to let this guy go free, essentially. Yeah, he says he keeps. They keep saying no contest, which I guess is some sort of Australian justice thing, because I guess if nobody shows up to witness or to give their testimonial of the crime, they get away with it. So no, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, like if the woman didn't show right. up, but, but like yeah, there was something like the the phrasing was weird because it did make it seem like the gang was the one who didn't show up or something. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. say the punks didn't show. It's like of course they didn't fucking show. You yeah. think they're gonna be like willingly show up to the <laughs> I don't arraignment? No, so nobody showed. No case, no contest. I'm gonna keep doing my bad Australian. So Goose is pissed <laughs> with Johnny. <laughs> about getting away with it like yeah. he yeah. wants he assaults the dude mm-hmm. and uh and he's cocky about it too like Johnny oh, walks yeah. away he says I know you and Goose says I know you and that's basically how we leave it for it and we know something's going to happen something's yeah. got to mm-hmm. give so later we see very skinny Australian Shelley Duvall singing yes. Yes. <laughs> about exactly. licorice rides. And oh my god, does this have nothing to do with anything I at know. all? That uh, that's example number what 5 of padding the time in this movie. Like, I, I just said five, cause, but there are many others, mm-hmm. and this is one of them. 
Oh, uh, yeah, Shelly Duvall. <laughs> yeah. Something about licorice rides the at a licorice club. The licorice ride. As Goose watches. It's like a David Lynch movie or something. He's really into it. Uh, so Goose goes to work the next morning. See, we didn't need that scene at all. No. Except he was tailed, I guess. But we could just see him the next morning, which we do, getting out of his house, going to work, and being followed by, I believe, Johnny right. again. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he gets followed on the highway, but they tampered with his brakes. And now this is... I was. Me and Katie had a discussion with this. They stretch out the agony of this movie mm-hmm. when it could be streamlined. Mm-hmm. His brakes are tampered, and there's this fucking. Did you laugh when he went flying across yeah, the did. frame? Because <laughs> it's so awkward. He's like four feet off the ground, and he's like in a seated position, and he's just flying horizontally that across not the happen. frame. <laughs> no, like he got launched like what? out of a catapult. Yeah, and uh, he, he, but he gets up. Goose gets up. He's fine. Yeah, he's uh, totally okay. So what was the point of that? Nothing. Nothing. He So he calls up a buddy. We get to see the buddy show up with a truck. He lends him the truck. He puts his shit motorcycle in the back. He <laughs> yep, drives. Yep. We see all this. And as he's driving like by a cliff, it's Johnny again, right? I think. He has a brake drum, yeah. which I found. And he throws it through the windshield of Goose's car. Mm-hmm. Perfect shot. Yeah. yeah. He times it so perfectly. I love it. I love that moment. It's really cool. Did you guys like In this that? guy's insanity, he's able to calculate the exact trajectory <laughs> and time he needs to release that thing. I know I, I, know I want to see the Mythbusters episode where Jamie throws a rock off yeah. the cliff. And he's like, we're going to time it's, this out right. It's just yeah. right the Mad the Max episode. <laughs> I say we go out to the desert and yes. we just throw some brake drums. Well, first of all, shut the fuck up, Adam. Uh, I need you to calm down for just a second. All You're right. right. You're absolutely right. I uh, should shut the fuck up. Adam, sh- shut the fuck Go hang out with Tori and shut the fuck up. Or, I- all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how I imagine it goes. Um, so anyway, they tamper the- all of this. It's cool, yeah. but why not just go straight to the brake drum, go through the right. windshield? You know what oh, I'm saying? God, no, but it's a perfect example of why I think motorcycles in general are just awful. Because, like, once he does go flying, even in a comedically, like, over-the-top fashion, I'm just like, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. So, Goose is still alive. The gang swarms to the wreckage, and he's like, like cursing. He's a fucking tough dude, that Goose. Yeah. He's a... My... Second favorite goose to die in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Next to Top Gun. <laughs> so, fuck, I think uh, Toe Cutter light, asks Johnny to light his joint. I think he's got a joint. Mm-hmm. And he's like, light, light me. And Johnny light knows me. he's being asked to murder Goose. And Johnny has a conscience about it. But Toe Cutter kind of struggles with him. That's why I said earlier, this guy is honestly, like, you can say what you want about Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson, but this is the best Joker performance <laughs> I've ever seen. Toe Cutter? Yeah. <laughs> He is absolutely like the I Australian was, uh, Joker. I wasn't yeah. impressed by uh, by Toe Cutter in this movie. If I'm being uh, candid here, you know, you didn't. Uh, if I had my druthers, I would have an in more uh, uh, a more eccentric character like a Morton Joe mm-hmm. from Fury Road, mm-hmm. who is crazy. <laughs> but anyway, I dig it. You know, I keep wanting Fury Road, but you can't want that in this movie. So anyway. Inevitably, there's a struggle. Johnny drops the match, and that's enough to get the gas going mm-hmm. on the wreckage. And goose, they cook the goose. Yeah. That goose is cooked. Yeah, that goose is cooked. Yeah. We all had that written yeah. down in our notes. That's yeah. the obvious one yeah. right there. Thank goose gets cooked right there. You guys can't see it, but I just got goose. two high fives from my co-hosts here. No, you just. About I'm sorry. Cooking the goose. I gotta. I gotta mention. You. You mentioned Immortan Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you do know that that's the same actor, right? Woo! Yeah, that's the same that. guy. Is it really? Yeah, the guy who played Toe Cutter is the this same is guy. 
This is me blindsided. This, this is, is me totally blindsided. I thought I saw that earlier. I had to confirm that. Having never seen Fury Road, I had to make I'm, sure. I'm not going to walk it back fully, but I do believe I remember hearing he George Miller brought back an actor and recycled him for uh, Fury Road. I just didn't know it was uh, that. I didn't know it was Toe Cutter. Yeah. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So well, I guess, like... Toe Cutter's he actual is name is, is yeah. Morton So shut the fuck up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I hope no one, uh, no one tweets us anyway. But <laughs> no, yeah. I was gonna say, I hope no one tweets us before they find out that fact. Except Larry Karaszewski. Oh yeah, yeah. None right. other than Larry Karaszewski. Should I tell him? Sure. Okay. So we did Screwed, and remember we had that little discussion about uh, Grover being wanted for mail fraud? Yeah. We, we speculated that it was because of the Jack Lord fan club. Yeah. Well, I asked the, one of the screenwriters slash directors personally on Twitter, and yeah. you know what he said? He said... In big, bold letters, he said, Jack Lord. Jack Lord. <laughs> so, Which doesn't you. quite confirm. <laughs> it's not really an answer. No, it's not. But we can take it, it as not. an answer. It's exactly what we want it to be. It is the... I think that is the answer. Yeah. What, do you think he was trying to be cheeky, though? I didn't even think of that. Like, I think he answered it by saying, no, no. you're right. Yeah, I think, I, no, I think you're right. That. Jack Lord. Okay. Yeah. Jack Lord so, Van Cliff. You're welcome, everybody who lost sleep over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't answer my problem child question. Not yet. Not yet. And you know what? That's okay, because we're just one week away from problem child. Let's give him time. Okay. Let's give him time. All right. So, uh, uh, Goose dies. Yeah. Goose is cooked. And he, no, actually, he's badly, he's on, like, he's in the hospital. He's in the he's, hospital. He's, he's, he's a cooked but he's not well done he's uh so he doesn't die yeah i guess he lives a still little survives fucking goose man no but then you know what mel gibson's like well, that 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 guy in there is not that's not goose i have a problem with this he calls him uh what does he say he calls he says that, that thing, that thing in, there. in there is that, not goose that thing in there that is uh come on cold. man yeah that's really fucking cold he must be really anti uh handicap handicapable mm-hmm. So, I think what he's, I mean, it's just more like, you know, auto, they, they, auto that, that, that doesn't even resemble a person anymore. Like, that's not yeah. a human, that's a thing. Well, that's I mean, that's scarred. really diminutive in me. Yeah, well, it's a horror movie, so, you know, like, we have to uh, we have to get more creatures well, and things in there. Well, we do see, like, his little hacked off fingers on his toasted hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, at night in bed, Max has a brief nightmare. It's just another padded little scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's like this four-second shot yeah. of him wait, like sitting straight up and then on to the next thing. The next scene uh, is him on the beach. His wife wakes up to find him at the beach chilling, eating peanut butter and honey sammies. Mm-hmm. Nice. He says, now he has nothing. And regarding Goose's state, like there's nothing left of him. And it's like, yeah. okay. Well, we know where his, um, you know, his head space is. Mm-hmm. He says he needs to clear his head, though. And he visits the Hall of Justice and he quits. To the bald chief guy. Yeah, Terry the Bradshaw. Chief who is who is shirtless, watering plants with birds in the courthouse. It's in the really, Hall of Justice. He does weird. everything, alright? He's the chief and he didn't get there by slacking off, okay? Yeah, forget it. It's the birds hall of justice now. I just they own it. I just kind of work for the birds. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. And uh, turning in my bitch. <laughs> and I'm done. We, uh, they go to the countryside, Max and his family. They get a dog on the way. Yeah. Okay. Like you yeah. do. That's yeah. nice. He's like, he's like, hey, you know, while we're on the way, we got to remember to get a dog somewhere. <laughs> like, we got to get a, so a tomato for dinner. And we got to get, uh, well, we got to get that dog. We got to get a dog as well. Yeah. So, um, they pick up a dog. What they call him yeah. in Australia? A barker. Is that what they call him? No, I just made, <laughs> I just made that up. We got to go. Maybe they do. Let's go adopt a barker. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go rustle on so. the back of before we get to the countryside. Cheers. Oh, That's Cheers. Cheers. Let's all do Ricky Gervais. Cheers. <laughs> oh, I'm atheist. That's good. All right. So, That's good. so we get some sexy saxophone while they're at the countryside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have a dog, a little baka, mm-hmm. and he. you get to see some Max do some Tarzan swinging in the water at mm-hmm. the lake. It's like one of the few like lighthearted moments that his character has is just that Tarzan <laughs> swing. He's giving it up, man. He's retiring. He's yeah. like, he, I, I don't need that life anymore. I'm 22. I got <laughs> my baby. I can swing into the lake all I want. Jesus Christ, kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, kid. I'm only 22. We need, to, we need to talk about that, too. There's so many sidebars in this. It doesn't matter. This Come movie on. sucks. Oh, okay, good. Because I really want to tell this. We were... <laughs> we thought it'd be funny if for no reason in the script for Batman Begins, it's the scene where it's young Bruce Wayne, his parents just died, and, and it's really touching because Commissioner... Not Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. We're introduced to... Yeah. yeah uh, young Gordon. Lieutenant, not even Lieutenant, maybe just... Yeah, Officer young Gordon. Gordon. He comes in and he hugs him. He consoles him. But I thought like it'd be funny if he didn't know how to handle the situation and they wrote, Jesus Christ, kid, I'm only 18. Because he looks like he's clearly 40. He's supposed to be really young yeah. it's like um in uh walk hard when uh john c Rowling is like i'm 14 years old <laughs> so, i'm oh, sorry god gordon jesus christ but he has to phrase it that way oh jesus christ kid i'm only 18, <laughs> I'm only 18. i don't know how to deal with this okay are you even old enough to be on the force <laughs> Oh yeah, I think. Oh um, Christ! I don't know. Are you? That I don't doesn't know. matter. That's for another episode. <coughs> and uh, they have he gives a little "No Country for Old Men" speech about his dad and how proud he was of him. And you know what? I'm wondering during this speech, I'm like, where the fuck is your baby? Because like, yes. there's, no, there's that's why they're the no worst parents the ever. There's this one shot where the kid is like playing on the floor in the background. Yeah. I think it happens yep. before this. The the mother just walks right past it without like even acknowledging the kid. Do you mm-hmm. remember the scene where Max sets his drink? on the baby's head and just watching TV. <laughs> no, I don't remember. <laughs> it doesn't happen, but it might as he well. He puts his cigarette out. He rests his, his foot belly on the baby, like on its forehead. He's like, rest my, my dog's up. My back is a <laughs> <laughs> My back is a woman. <laughs> my back is Give me a kid. My, my back is My back is a woman. <laughs> Christ. So, okay. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> Cheers. And I love that this movie has built-in commercial breaks, too. What right? do you mean by that? Because you said that Because earlier. there's so many times in this movie where it just suddenly, it like quickly fades to black yeah. for a moment. Like, we'll be right back. Like, Mad Max will return after these best WGN Sunday afternoon movie. Woof, <laughs> woof. That's for you WGN fans. For you local though. Chicago fans who remember the 1990s. Um... So, okay, so now the white... What's her name? 
Is it May? Jesse. Okay, so his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse. Jesse. I'm sorry, because there's Max and Jesse. Jesse's in town. He's fixing the car, right? Yeah. Okay, so she's on her own for a while. Like he's given up the leather for these khakis. And this I was saying to Katie, like, this is not the Max I know. <laughs> no, he's wearing this fucking Oxford tucked-in yep, shirt, fucking yep. khakis. He's gone legit, but he's not. Uh, he's not any better of a dad because no. that kid is <laughs> MIA. The wife, she's doing her own business. Is she with the kid? I don't think she is. She's just first of all the kid. This is when the kid was like rolling around in the backseat for a minute and she's and then like the next thing you see like she's like holding the kid and like the past i know it's 1979 but jesus christ like i'm sure they had seatbelts in 1979 so she goes to town she gets some ice cream and the gang right followed them there Mm -hmm. no i think the gang was there and they they just see in they're like look what like how they're like look what rolled up or whatever like dinner yeah women the my favorite car favorite okay uh, fucking psycho bikers. How small is this town? They're everywhere. And it's the same, yeah. like, three people. Yeah. <laughs> the There's f- only, like, t- 15 of them or something like I, that in the beginning. I thought Max was getting away <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the country. Uh, anyway, uh, they so Toe Cutter, like, he wants a piece of Max's wife. She's on her own. She's got an ice cream, and she's getting into her car, and he kind of corners her. And, like, he's saying, like, Something about his tongue. He's gonna lick her. Yeah. He like his friends yeah. are like, watch out! He licked off his own eyebrow because he's got one eyebrow in this movie. It's yeah. weird. And, yeah, that's, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Even they, Gene Simmons couldn't <laughs> lick off his own fucking eyebrow. Actually, Jeremy, I could. Um, Why does Gene Simmons sound like the masked magician? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he sounds like from uh, Magic's, Magic's Breaking the Magician's Code. Magic's biggest secrets finally revealed on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, they are on Netflix oh. now, but the old Fox <laughs> specials. If you also remember the Do you 1990s, know what's on Amazon? Beyond Belief, Factor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I might have to deep dive on Beyond Belief. Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan I'm, Frakes. Is it Frakes? Frakes. Dad, it's our, no, it doesn't matter. He seems to think it's Frakes, and I'm like, nope. I don't think Dad so. also calls him Bill Maher. <laughs> yes, that's true. So you know. <laughs> Good point. So, um, yeah. So uh, he flirts with her, and she kind of, like, lets him on because yeah. she knows how to handle it. She uh, lets him lick her ice cream, mm-hmm. and then she fucking knees him in the balls, gets in her car, drives off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 enough for now. She for the moment. Away. Yeah, they get, she gets back to Max, but who's like, so how much for this tire to get fixed, and how long is it going to take for the tire? They're at a mechanic, yeah. And we don't need it, like... You could cut out the mechanic visiting the mechanic at the shop. You mm-hmm. could just have them follow her straight to the, the property. The mechanic who's so creepy that you think that he's like part of the gang and yeah. just like working there at this gas station to lure them in, like yeah. like the old man in like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, so it's he, disturbing. Want to go down that road? Yeah. So like, but uh, it turns out Toe Cutter and his like he he has a lot of pride because they go to that mechanic. They like somehow know that they were there. And no. they ask the mechanic, like, where's the family? Where's Max? He does family? it he does this thing where he like grabs him by the face, but like yeah. he he's not really <laughs> strangling him. He's very gently like yeah. just touching his face with like his fingertips. It's weird. Do you feel in charge? That's <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Bane puts like the back of his hands on Ben Mendelsohn oh. or that guy's uh, shoulders. Yeah, that's right. In Dark Knight Rises. Um so and there's a sweet moment uh, before the gang comes back to the home because when Max gives the gesture back to uh, Jesse, his wife, yeah. the I'm crazy about you. He uh-huh. learned it. 
And then I, you get that feeling, uh, something bad's going to happen. Especially now that she's walking through the woods. And that's the most horrific yeah. sequence in the movie. So she just like got confronted like by yes. bikers. Yes, this is what I'm saying. And then, yeah, she's just like, well, I'm going to go take a dip. Like, I'll just walk By through, like, I'll walk four miles yeah. through the woods to get to the lake. Yeah. Secluded beach. I thought it was all going to go down in the woods. Nope. There's a yeah, shot of her no. walking through the woods. It's pretty cool looking, but we're only there for, like, a couple minutes. And yeah. then, nope. Back to, now we're on the beach. Yep. Okay, cool. So we're on the beach, and she's in the water, and, she, and here comes the gang. And where's the baby? Nowhere to be found. No. We don't know the, where the baby is. Who cares? She's napping on the sand. Uh, and that's when they kind of make themselves known right and there's yeah a she's got the dog with them i mean like the dog is with the woman so like the dog runs off yeah, yeah the dog runs, runs off and then she kind of wakes up and she's just like where's the dog i i don't care about the baby but the dog where right, is it right. so she goes and follows the, she goes and follows the back up the mountain yeah and then uh yeah what happens after that uh, is when like she's pursued by the gang and the, does the gang kill the dog i think they yeah do, oh yeah. yeah no she's like yeah they're pursuing her like through the woods or something like that yeah. like the dog goes running off and at one point you hear like the wailing of the dog and you know that shit's gone down for oh, that dog yeah. like in the distance there's like a howling like it's it's so different than fury road we're a long <laughs> way from fury road here this is like last house on the left kind of shit yeah it's um, creepy Pursued by the, and then she runs into this weird fucking, and I write good guy question mark. Yeah, she bumps yeah. into him and he's like laughs maniacally. And yeah, it turns out he's he's just a good guy. Yeah, he he like follows them back to like, and then was with the, this lady. Yeah, it's like an old elderly couple who owns a property that they happen to be on in the country, and she runs into the guy. He laughs maniacally, but it's like I'll provide shelter for you. She's like fuck it, I'll take my chances with you. Yeah, and then he, she meets like the wife, and then Max catches up with mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The baby, the kid, is back in fucking home playing on, yeah. like, a, a little blanket. In, like, in yeah. the, a dirt pit 40 yeah. yards from the house. Yeah. The, bad, worst parents ever. Yeah, terrible. Um, Babies having babies. Max, exactly. I've seen, I've watched Teen Mom with, with Caitlin occasionally uh-huh. against my better judgment. And, <laughs> and what do you see? And I see behavior that would make me say... This is Mad Max level bad behavior. You see the toe cutters of the world. You see, see the Night Riders show I do. up, taking your baby as leverage. <laughs> so uh, Max is armed with a shotgun. He's going to find the guys. He decides he's going to go to the woods and track them. But mm-hmm. and then uh, the the wife Jesse goes to the inside of the house with the old couple. Yeah, and she thinks she gets a moment of like reprieve, but then she fucking finally realizes that. Oh her yeah, kid I have a baby. Missing. Uh, and then she runs outside yeah, and she looks all looks, I'm not even sure if she was looking for the baby she just happened to be looking for a like she's like oh shit I gotta go get a new baka and a she new goes baka out. and then the kid just happens to be outside she's like oh yeah 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 no the kid wasn't outside <laughs> oh she was concerned she's right. running around this giant property screaming for the kid because mm-hmm. you know the kid could be anywhere at this point mm-hmm. because right. she wasn't keeping an eye on him no. not where he would laugh laugh and his name is Sprog. I think so. Sprog. Sprog. S-B-S-R-O-G. when I was watching it. I was like, I know it's not Spock. This is my baby Spock. May you live long and prosper. Sprog, I believe. She just realized... Highly illogical. The kid's not with her and he's gone. The gang is there. They got the kid. It's like in, right. you know, it's like in science. It's a hostage. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. aliens got the kid, or mm-hmm. and then he threatens to remove her face. Toe cutter. It's mm-hmm. a real yeah. tense scene, and like I'm like, what? he says that uh, she's very pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm freaked out at this 
point. I'm like, what's going to happen? Because it doesn't look good for the kid or her. No. no. Old lady shows up before Max with like a shotgun also. <laughs> and she shoots like a barrel and it starts leaking. And then the gang kind of backs up like, oh, oh, oh take it easy. We're still lady. scared of guns. Like, yeah. <laughs> And she locks them all into like their woodshed while she With takes... a little tiny little latch. Yeah. Fucking half ass is it. Yeah. And she takes Jesse and the kid into yep. the car. And then that gives them enough time to get away. But mm-hmm. the fucking gang breaks out like immediately. Yeah. yeah. But it's the sound of that original shotgun shot to the barrel by the old lady that prompts Mad Max to give chase. But yeah. he's, he's but he was behind. So now he has to run in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. It's so exactly. stupid. He yeah. runs through the yes. woods where she was no longer yep. located. Yep. Now he has to run all the way four miles back through the woods. Yep. They try to flee. And uh, this is... Th- one of the dumbest like it's hard to it, I mean I sympathize but it's hard to sympathize because how it goes down is so stupid yeah the car breaks down mm-hmm. right because yeah. it's lady, like yeah like, there's no gas she's or trying like to that. start it's not it working. Mm-hmm. and then she gets out of the car with the kid Sprog in the hand the road. Yeah. yeah and the gang of course catches up of course she's running because they're, they're, they're on wheels and yeah. she's on foot and With that's baby. totally open to getting inevitably creamed, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. She gets hit by uh, Toe Cutter, one of his guys. It's yeah, everything like they don't show you anything. Yeah. It's like I, see I, the I do appreciate yeah, all the violence is like mm-hmm. off screen yeah. as it was in yeah. the '70s. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the times, not always, but not yeah, always, but a lot sometimes. of the times. Absolutely. Um, and then yeah, the next thing you know, they're like smeared yeah. on the road. The yeah. old couple sees it. They're you know. Sad, of course. Max comes. He's he's lost it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is like, I know, like the I, one can argue that the whole point of the previous sequence, the chase, everything was dragged out because it's it, it ramps up the tension with every subsequent time that she gets away and she gets caught. She gets yeah. away. The drive-ins and drive-outs. I just think it's a padded-up sequence. Is all yeah. it is. When really they could just streamline. They could just show up right at the property, have the kid do the stand-up, yeah. kill him right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they had to drag it out. But then and you got a ninety. You got a sixty-minute exactly. movie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I just I don't like appreciate that level of independent filmmaking. Like, yeah. Uh, when I make a movie, I have too much. You know, yeah. We always we always try to have too much. Yeah, and uh, give everybody their money's worth is, the, is like generally the thinking. And that's probably a good segue for the third act, the vengeance, the revenge part, because this feels like, as you put it, a clip show. Yeah, <laughs> it means like they have too much material of the good stuff, the vengeance, which we really want to see. Yeah, and they drew out this fucking end of second act, yeah. this whole meandering plot yeah. of back and forth, and mm-hmm. like. You know, like, again, his family should have died in the first act, and this should have been, like... A revenge tale. You know, Mm -hmm. like, or Goose dies in the first act, his family dies, like, at at the halfway point, and he's like, fuck it. And, like, not, like, with only 17 minutes left in the movie or something like that. Literally, yeah. There's only, like, 17 minutes left. And so Max mourns for, like, a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's at the hospital. He finds out the wife doesn't have much of a chance. The doctor's like, it's like a long, more of a grocery list than a yeah. <laughs> symptoms. It's like, and the kid, there's like D O I. Like, no, they, yeah, they say they lost it. He, they lost a child, is what they say okay. at uh, at one point. Yeah, dead on arrival. And then like, yeah, the, the doctor is like, it. he's like trying to like just tell him, just like, 
It seems like the doctor's like, eh, just, just feed him a little bit of bullshit. Placate him a little right. bit. Yeah, just make him feel good. And Max overhears it because mm-hmm. kind of, they kind of push back and he's uh, against the wall. And he's like a zombie. They say he's like in a zombie state all day. Mm-hmm. But he snaps out of it pretty fucking quick because <laughs> he puts on the le- all leather ensemble. Now, yeah. this is a point because, again, the score in this movie is so loud and ridiculous yeah. that it really it's drowns fantastic. out. Yeah. But I swear to God, to me, what... The scene as it was playing out, I was like, "Is this literally a comedy like line of dialogue?" I thought that the lady was taught, like the nurse was talking to the doctor, mm-hmm. and then he was just like, "You know, just tell him what a blah 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 blah." She's like, "I can't tell him that. He's standing right over there." <laughs> like I swear to God, I thought that's what I heard, and I was like, "That can't possibly be right." I wasn't. I didn't have subbies on, but I was like. <laughs> That's the most like. That's like a cartoonish moment. Serious. That's like that's literally like a scene in Life Aquatic. Yeah, it's like a scene where Bill Murray's trying to tell Angelica Hughes, "I'm going to introduce you to Owen Wilson, my son." He's like, "Well, he's standing right there," and then Owen Wilson <laughs> pretends he doesn't hear by like looking around. It's like like literally. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Uh, just I like that. I like me some. But yeah, he snaps suit. immediately. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He's out for blood, and he I runs really fast, and that's how you know he snapped. He go. He runs oh, yeah. back into the house, and this. Is the Max I know and love is is the I mean we had to get there to get to the Max I know and love which is uh, cold quiet distant and he's got a tragic backstory that I don't need to see in yeah. detail mm-hmm. I just want to see the aftermath his attitude after this feels like you know Mad Max feels like is like a low budget prequel to Road Warrior yeah. I guess. Because, like, from what Which I'm hearing... It, it really is. Yeah, like... I mean, it literally is. Well, no, I mean, this was made first, so, yeah. like, it literally is the first... But it feels oh, like... it feels like if they like, made Road Warrior Yeah, like, first. oh, God, they went back and they're telling this backstory <laughs> now. Like, we don't need all this yeah. shit. Like, it's almost, it would be like if Road Warrior came out 20 years ago, and they're like, the studio's like, how do we access this franchise? They're like, well, let's start from the beginning. Right, yeah. And they did right. the, the fucking Mad Max. But we need to explain how he gets to this mm-hmm. point. Like, no, we don't. Yeah. And they're like, and guess what? Lionsgate's gonna make it. <laughs> Oh, oh, great. Good. Is Platinum Dunes involved too? <laughs> like that'll be the only thing make it better. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, like he goes on a, a it's kind of cool to see him take it's always cathartic to see when you see such tragic shit happen and then you see your main character fuck shit up as a result. Oh yeah, he straps on that leather. He's ready for leather some pants. revenge. Yeah. Leather jacket. Leather gloves, leather yeah. everything. Leather. And do we see the mask the again? Nines. Does he fuck around with that mask? He one looks more at time? the mask and like, yeah, he has this moment that's like you can't possibly have a sentimental moment looking at that stupid <laughs> fucking mask. Like I don't he care. Did. Like, no. What, what were they going for there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like the only mask that George Miller could find. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, you don't even need a mask. There's no. no. Th- what's the theme? Is that like a t- thematically time? I, I don't is even the, care. Is this a thing that he used all the time to cheer up his wife? Because if so, we only saw it briefly that one time, and it didn't seem to do much. So like, <laughs> it's probably really like personal thing. Uh, George Miller's like, oh, I used to put on a mask and scare my wife whenever she was feeling down. I don't know. It's just scare the okay. shit out of her. Yeah. Uh, so what happens? Yeah, so what he, happens? He just kind of runs some people down. Like the uh, the last of this movie is like. He he runs a like he runs into well first of all he's in that car like the car that opposed, supposedly VA. is so iconic yeah. that I've never really seen before. <laughs> Jerk Lubley says. But then like yeah so in that uh, iconic car he roll he runs down like six bikers on the road like he like they all go flying off the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
One dude, man, takes a fucking motorcycle. Like, he goes flying off the bike, and he's skidding on the road. Yeah. And the bike comes up behind him, and the front wheel whacks him in yes. the back of the yeah. head as yeah. he's, like, you dr- pointed like, that out. That yeah. was the, like, the, that literally made me go, ooh, like, when I was watching this movie. I didn't say a damn word the whole time until, ooh. And you know what? I, I think that's when I said I envy you, because compared to Fury Road, that's, a, like, a, a mosquito bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm but it was just one of those man. things where it didn't look like it was supposed to happen. Like, it looked like yeah. they got a shot of some guy like oh you know like yeah. use the mistake shot like yeah. that was the best one uh, there was use the one that killed gary like <laughs> did we did uh when did they do the pole vault to the car that's um it's earlier and i want to bring that up because there is a beautiful sequence in fury road that involves those on a much grander scale mm-hmm. big these low angle shots of these guys on huge pole vaults coming to you like yeah. in scary masks with nice. like knives and sh- it's insane yeah, no, I don't even understand what happens in that scene. Like, okay, Ma- Max runs down a few guys, and yeah. he's like, all right, off to the next group. Yeah. Because these bikers, they're all, like, scattered throughout yeah. this countryside for whatever. And then, some. yeah, there's this tanker truck, and I guess they're stealing fuel they're out of the tanker jacket. truck. Yeah. That's how they're, like, yeah. what's happening to they this just truck? They happen to catch them, like, during their business as usual, you know? like Yeah. So. And it, it doesn't matter. It's it's inconsequential. What matters is he's going to fucking kill them right now. Yeah. yeah. And he, like, I he kills some more people somehow. <laughs> like What it is, it's just the littlest hint. Because what happens in this front is gasoline is, is a, com- a huge commodity. Yeah. They call it guzzoline by Fury or this mm-hmm. whole vernacular. But it, it, there's a gas crisis and that's, I guess, it's just the little tiny tip of the iceberg, yeah. I guess. Okay, so that makes sense yeah. Like that that's why they're attacking a tanker truck. That's all I can think of. Or mm-hmm. Just whatever. And then, like, yeah, I don't, you know, at one point these two bikers are going down a dirt road and, like, yeah. they fucking... <laughs> There's a lumber truck or something that like they is drive fast. Is this Toe Cutter's death or is this a different death? No, Toe Cutter comes a little bit later. Okay. It all blurred is a blur for me because it happens so fast and you don't know who's dying at what time. Yeah, it it's was, just you it, just see yeah. eyes bulging and you just see like people <laughs> flying in the air. Flying. I really wouldn't be surprised if before this whole third act it said previously on Mad Max. It's, yeah. just, it's a clip. It's just a, all the clips of the previous season. That's that all I it wanted. Should be. That I'd rather be watching. Frankly. Yeah, and then. Um, but yeah, but thank God we take time for him to get stuck by that lumber truck and wait for to, wait to be waved on. Like that was like, what, what is? Why are we why? doing this? What is the purpose of this? He still catches up to them seconds later. So why do we need this obstacle? I don't know. Retarded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to be cruel, but um, so yeah, he's just killing fucks. I don't know how he's finding them all again because they're all scattered. Yeah. He it's just knows. Um, he smells them. Toe cutter, baby. Yeah, like he. he I'll have a, the nose of a baka. <laughs> I got a, I got a baka's nose. <laughs> I can sniff out a. Now I'm really upset that the dog died because I thought the dog was like a constant. Some like somehow. I, throughout I know, the series yeah i knew mm-hmm. i know it's not practical to think that a dog can survive so many as many years as max can but i like the idea of at least because he i believe he, it, the road warrior starts and he has a dog yeah i was like is this the same dog from it no it's not no it's apparently yeah. a different that's, that's fucked up man yeah it's like they john wicked us <laughs> <laughs> they stomped on our dog man and uh, then so yeah i mean he's just stuntman miking all over these bikers yeah, yeah. and uh toe cutter like gets he gets it you yeah. say the worst. Yeah, Toe Cutter gets it pretty bad. Mm-hmm. He, he, 
Sorry. You no, go. no, no. Go ahead. He's he's just he's he's just cruising, right? Just yeah. having a joyride. La 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 la. Cat Max finally catches up to him, yeah. and he's like chasing right after him. He's like right on his ass. He's not trying to get away from her or anything yeah. like that. There's no shots over the shoulder of yeah. like toe cutter looking back. He's just driving right up on his ass. Yeah. And then he gets smashed into the front of a semi truck. Yeah. Uh, and run over completely. Max kind of forces it, him into the situation where he's sandwiched between the interceptor and a which. Truck. Is weird because he's so close to him when yeah. he's like falling right behind him Why that there's he... no way that Max would survive Agreed. this. Like he he would get hit by that truck Agreed. too. There's and there's it's so anticlimactic. There's nothing dynamic about the sequence. Compa- once again, I mean, yeah, I gotta stop. Yeah. I gotta stop. It's okay. Comparing. But this is so much grittier, so much simpler, and I don't like it. I like a nice polished, big budget George Miller. Yeah, you know, with a with a more well thought out universe. You know? Yeah. So then, like, after Toe Cutter gets it, who, like, really is, like... Johnny. It's the... Yeah, Toe Cutter's the one where you're, like, okay, so he's the big heavy, so, like, he should be the last one to go and should be, like, the biggest kill. It happens... You see this in Bond movies, but I don't like it in this. No, yeah, Yeah. and then you fucking... You go back to Brett McKenzie, who's all, like... (laughs) First of all, Max drives overnight, apparently, and, like, almost falls asleep at the road, and then the next day decides, I better go back to that bridge where, like, yeah. the, apparently that truck was rolled over. And I think uh, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here and make the argument that the scene is a good example of his state of mind because he is willing to straight-up murder a guy who's not all there in the head yeah that's pretty fucking mean i don't like i, I know he's done some fucked up shit with the gang yeah but he's not he doesn't have all his facilities no he's totally right. fucked but up. max executes him he uh what happens he, yeah he he sees he goes back to the bridge mm-hmm. uh where the like the tanker truck is like crashed over to the side of the road uh-huh. and like he sees johnny like dragging a body like mm-hmm. towards the truck for some reason. Gonna cut his face off. Stealing and steal a guy's it. shoes. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, he's stealing his boots. So you know he's 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 a simple mind, and Max is about to get brutal here. He, yeah. Uh, all I know is the, the, the fire. Like he holds he, a gun to his head yeah. and makes him hi- put a handcuff on his uh, foot. Right. Yeah, he shackles his ankle and shackles him to the interior of a and car. Then yes. Drags him over to the truck mm-hmm. that is leaking gasoline. And then he puts a nearby lighter, yeah. like within like a few feet of the gas. Yeah, this is where he sets up like a jigsaw trap <laughs> that, uh-huh. doesn't, that doesn't make yes. it. I, I don't quite know how it's set up, but there's like a rope involved and a lighter and uh, something with chain. Two, well, right. no, yeah, but like the the rig. That Max is setting up is something with like the fuel. Like as soon as it reaches, like I guess a rain gutter or some yeah something that's like essentially it's filling the fuel... up somewhere and then it's gonna like go down. And then it's gonna drip right down onto the zip on the lighter. It's a Pee Wee's breakfast machine here. <laughs> yeah, it's a real uh, a real Rube Goldberg yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, he goes back to the guy and he Johnny begs for his life. He's like, you can't fucking kill me. I just, all I did was steal a guy's shoes. That's what he really thinks he did. Like, yeah, uh, I, I like, no. feel bad for this guy. Almost, <laughs> he's 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 a simple, yeah. he's a simple mind. And then Max, he says, he's uh, like, gives him the hacksaw. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he's like, he's got a cool line, which is like so out of nowhere. Like, how is he this psycho crazy all of a sudden? He's Mad Max. He's just like he's going full mad. Now he he says dead. something about like the handcuffs are made of like 
some type of steel, like, and if yeah. with any luck, you can ha- hack through the chain in, in ten, minutes, ten minutes, which I believe Mythbusters busted. You can't really cut through a chain with a hacksaw, <laughs> but um, maybe they did do a Mad Max episode. He's like, did they do yeah, the, the break drum? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what is the myth like that you could time it out? Uh, no, the myth. Luck. <laughs> no, it was something with like, uh, uh, if you throw a cup out of your window like at eighty miles an hour and it hits an ongoing car, will uh-huh. that smash through their windshield? Mm. Oh, like if it's just a that? cup of ice, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was that's, a pretty cool that's a, that one. That is kind of like this movie with the Sorry. drum. But, um... So, yeah, he's like, you can cut through the chain in ten minutes, yeah. or you can cut through your ankle in five minutes. <laughs> right. And then he walks away, like... He says, game over, Mike. Yeah, game over. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> Brian May... Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> Brian May does the, the Saw theme. Yeah. yeah. A lot of quick cuts and shaking is <laughs> The twist is, yeah. My protege set the whole thing up. Played by what was her name? Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Smith. <laughs> Thank you. Shawnee Smith from Becca. <laughs> Becca, a veterinarian who took care of Barkers. You know, I take care of Barkers in the. Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, sometimes I take care of cats too. <laughs> That's a good dead dance. <laughs> I was saying to Katie, we need to do a special ninety under ninety where it's not a movie; it's just you and me doing who could do the better impression for like fifty people. And it's not even like who gives a shit. It's just a, it's the it's a ninety bonus. under ninety impression off we'll do around yeah. Christmas. We'll do it on bonus. our Patreon, which uh, we're never gonna have. <laughs> Maybe in ten years when people are actually yeah. listening. Ten years sounds sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, he. Um, He's Max is driving away, and the kaboom, and then yeah, yep. in the distance, uh, boom! The guy clearly blew up. Yeah, credits. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what Max is gonna do next. We, we don't, don't know, know anything about what's next. <laughs> what's more frustrating is we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen about this apocalypse, except they'll tell us in like a two minute span in Road Warrior. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, okay, I don't like again. I don't know anything about Road Warrior, but that's essentially the same type of thing. As this movie just bigger and better? No. What's it is, it is more in the vein of Fury Road in that it's I wouldn't say it's one big chase scene, but there is enough action to to sustain mm-hmm. an entire movie without you looking at your watch. And then Beyond Thunderdome is where the collector makes him fight Thor uh, <laughs> <laughs> fight the Hulk. It's main event time. Oh god. But on six No, Thor. what the hell is Thunderdome? Okay. About? I haven't seen it, but to me, the impression I've seen, like, uh, when it's on cable, I've saw some scenes, so I'm not the authority. But it seems to me that it's, like, the Return of the Jedi of the Mad Max series <laughs> in that it has little feral kids, and they're like the Ewoks. Oh. And it kind of helps, like, I think liberate them, like, in their native oh. land. The, in the And Tina Turner's the villain, and, and I don't know how that chalks up to so Return of the like Jedi. but Yeah, there's something about situation. children. What's what the that? hell? Temple of Doom situation? Yeah, a little bit of Jeez. that too, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it. No, me neither. I hear it's like, it might be, it's a the kookiest, the campiest, mm. maybe mm. just um, jump the shark-ish. I see. Whereas Fury Rose just uh, balls to the wall off the rail. Like, the shark is, is dead. It's mm-hmm. been jumped. Uh, <laughs> the ion's away from the shark. And Here's the, the quickest synopsis. After being exiled from the most advanced town in post-apocalyptic Australia, <laughs> a drifter travels with a group of abandoned children to rebel against the town's queen. Why does the town have a queen? You're going to have to find out. Yeah. You know, maybe self-appointed and just no one contested. Or I don't know. What's love got to do with it? So that's weird. It's just weird that, like, these movies are, like, kind of like car chase movies and then Thunderdome is like he has to fight in an arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Don't know what George Miller was thinking with that, but I'll tell you what, if we're on the subject of Miller, I would have loved to see his Justice League Mortal animated yeah. movie. Yeah. I, I don't think it was the... supposed to be animated. It was supposed to really? be real. Oh, wow. I yeah, thought it was the writer's strike happened. No, that was when they had all those young actors cast yeah. and like uh, fucking... Brody and... Yeah, uh, he was Flash. Army Hammer, right? Army Hammer was yeah. Batman, yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to see that. Yeah, it would have been cool, but um, we got what we got. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I can't... I can't... It's... You'll watch. I hope you watch Fury Road, and I, I think you'll like it. And you have to keep that guy was like seventy eight when he fucking made that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And compared to the, it's be, it's way better. Yeah. It's yeah. more way polished. Well, he got better over time. I, I mean, know, you can argue, you can yeah. only say that he aged well. You got to start somewhere, and this mm-hmm. is where he starts. I just, I, I, I guess I was expecting more from the start. Mm-hmm. Sorry, George Miller. What else has uh, has George Miller done? I, um, happy feet. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He did happy feet. I know he didn't. He do fucking um, what, the babe. Yeah, he did babe. Yeah, pig in the yeah. city. He did babe. And that's right. Did he do both babes? Uh, no, babe. Just pig in the city. He just did the babe. sequel. He oh, didn't even God. do the first babe. Although there are, I, I, it might be just people who are Miller devotees, but I think there's an audience who will proselytize for Babe Pig God, in the City. you know what's fucked up is that he hasn't done much, though. I'm yeah. looking at it, because I was just like, I know the name, but I'm like, I, I'm sadly not familiar. I think and it's Mad Max, Road Warrior. Yeah. Then you got, he did, a, must have done a segment in the Twilight Zone movie with yes. famous murderer John Landis. <laughs> then he did Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Tina Turner, we don't need another hero. You know, we gotta get that. Yeah. The Witches of Eastwick. Lorenzo's, that? yeah. That's a crazy movie. Uh, Lorenzo's Oil. Oh. Something called Forty Thousand Years of Drown of Dreaming, which was a TV movie, and then yeah, Babe Pig in the City. Like he really hasn't done much. He's done Mad Max, and then a couple other movies. That's interesting <laughs> that he did uh, two. Uh, and then two Happy Feet movies, two inferior <laughs> sequels, I mean, three, I guess, if you count Happy Feet two. But Babe <laughs> two and uh, Lorenzo's Oil is a sequel to Chinatown. Which oh, re- was yeah, not that's as right. Well received as oh. chi- definitely not as well received. It's fucked up. Or no, Two Jakes is the sequel to Chinatown. Lorenzo Zoyle might be... What the fuck be, is Lorenzo Zoyle? That's in a different series, but I know it's a sequel to... Can you look that up for me? Lorenzo Zoyle. Talk, you want to talk about meandering. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he might, you know, cut it, but I, I just personally want to know. I think maybe if, if you're going to leave it in... i cut shit from this episode. Good. It's going up <laughs> raw dog. Katie, what do you rate Mad Max out of 10? We like to do that mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. Maybe a six, but maybe not even that. It might be a five for me. Honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would guess I would... Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. I'm, I'm like struggling <laughs> between a six and a five. It feels longer than 80 minutes or whatever its runtime was. 88 minutes. 88 oh, minutes. Wow. To me, even though that third act is just glossed right mm-hmm. on by, you know. Yeah, uh, I can't find shit on Lorenzo's oil, by the way. All right, <laughs> I can't answer this <laughs> well, question. Here I am trying enough. to sound like an expert. <laughs> when the two Jakes is the sequel to Chinatown, and I don't know about you, corrected yourself. That's fine. Yeah, That's all you need. I, I don't know. Fuck, fuck Lorenzo's oil. Who cares, man? Yeah. Um, Babe, pig in the city. Yeah. Happy feet. Happy feet two. Uh, Justice I, League, mortal, which never was. Yeah, this movie to me, it had sequences that I liked. 
just like Death Proof, but just like Death Proof, there's a lot of fucking talking and like, who needs all this bullshit? I don't care about this. Get to the chases, get to the smashing of cars. Right. So I started dating this guy. I call him The Rock, but he's not literally The Rock. We just call him The Rock because he looks like The Rock. Anyway, that's my Death Proof. Uh, you know that scene where they're they're just fucking talking about oh, yeah. dudes and it's a circle around the table slowly. <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about a guy. And it's like the, yeah, this whole scene which is basically just to show like look, stuntman Mike is in the background. Yep, exactly. <laughs> if you look carefully, you can see a really distinct black t-shirt <laughs> and gray pompadour. <laughs> so, oh. Um I would say it didn't feel like um it didn't feel too long. Like, I mean, yes, it feels padded, but it didn't feel like, God, this movie is dragging for two hours. It's just like, like, get to the good stuff, and there's just too much time in between. I don't like, I don't, I can't think of a lot of padded movies that I enjoy. Like, quote-unquote padded, because that's kind of maybe subjective. Yeah. I don't know. I don't just know. Fe- it feels longer because it's padded to me personally. But yeah, Road I, Warrior's cool. What and I will Fury say, Fury Road's awesome. It does make me kind of want to see Fury Road. Now wait a minute. Now though, like who, who are the characters in Fury Road? You got Max, and that's played by Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. So it's the same. It's supposed to be the same guy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Same frame because he. <coughs> and I guess. Uh, How much time is supposed to, like, this is all, like, within the same, a similar time frame? Or, like, is it supposed to be, like, 20 years has passed? I I really don't know that, I I don't fucking care what the timeline is in Fury Road. We just know it's after this movie, (laughs) this Mad Max movie. That's all I need to know. Like, I don't need to know anything about what, unless they give it to me in Fury Road. Mm -hmm. That's what I like about the movie. Yeah. I don't need any of that other Mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> uh, I, I will have to check it out because, like, yeah, I, I liked enough of it. this movie to be like, yeah. oh, I didn't hate it the way I, that Dan uh, expected me to hate it. I really wanted to root for because George Miller, he made a black and white version. It's kind of it was kind of stylish for the time. You got Logan Noir and you got the black and chrome edition right. of Mad Max Fury mm-hmm. Road. He says in the intro to that Blu-ray that it's his favorite cut of the movie. Yeah, the color makes a, so much difference. I really. Oh, it, I, I have like Miller. You gotta yeah. go go see a doctor, <laughs> <You're> man. <dumb. laughs> About your own movie, uh, but yeah, Mad Max. Mad Max should have called him. He went from Angry Max. To insane Max by the end. To flat out cuckoo Max. Cuckoo. He's like a rabid barker. <laughs> you know what's weird? Like in those tapes of like Mel Gibson. Oh god, like, with the girlfriend? Yeah. Like it it's it's funny to me that like he actually adopted an American accent. He's not screaming in Australia like, <laughs> hey, who the fuck wants to eat? And when you you know, when you drink or when you are, the accent does tend to slip out more. I think yeah. he's got that unlocked yeah. pretty well. That's it, interesting. And then some credit. people are like, and then you're like, got Arnold, where you're like, come on, man. You could do better than that. I, uh, a lot of people have a theory that Arnold is playing up. His, he, by now he knows, but I don't think that's true. I just don't think he bothered with I don't the American know. accent. Yeah, who the fuck cares about any of this shit anymore? <laughs> <laughs> that is Mad Max. Yes, it is. From 1979. A movie I wanted to like, but just, eh, it was okay. Yeah. It was 40 I years old. I didn't hate it, but yeah, yeah, 40 years old. Fuck. Yeah. God damn. And Babyface baby Gibson. Babyface Gibson. Oh, yeah. And it took a t- ten more years for like less than ten years from now. He's fucking Riggs, you know. It's like yeah. you were thirty-two yeah. when you made fucking that, that Lethal say, Weapon. The echoes yeah. of Lethal Weapon in this with the murdered. Yeah, uh, it's very similar. Wife, yeah, you know. Yes. 
It's like, I can play this. Oh, yeah, I've been in know this headspace. Done it once before. Well. I just got out of the Thunderdome. I could do this. But you want me to play Dan the Act the accent a little bit? All right. Jeez, jeez, Rich. These guys are murderers. Uh, Ro- come on, Roger. R- Roger. You guys got some dog biscuits? I'm a corpse. <laughs> what do you call them? Uh, butters? Biscuits? Biscuits? <laughs> that's in four. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They're trying to figure out Butters' name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Rock, the character that nobody cared mm-hmm. about. The, <laughs> the part where he does the bit about phones... About phones? Yeah, cell phones. Oh, yeah, they yeah. fuck you with the cell phone. <laughs> Chris, just do a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you and Joe Pesci just rant for a little bit. We need some. We need something in here. Some colorful banter. God, we need to pad this up. Speaking of padding, let's, yeah. get, let's get out of this. That's Mad Max though. from 1979, directed by George Miller. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter where nobody contacts us except for Larry Karaszewski. But hey, you can follow us on Twitter at 90under90. Uh, send us an email, 90under90 at gmail.com, and send us reviews, comments, concerns, compliments, complaints, whatever you want to send us. It's we'll just, listen to them. We'll read them. Signs of life out there. I don't. I, where are they? Just... People are downloading. I don't, I don't know who they are. Thank you, you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so, maybe we just come off as prickly dudes, and there's I don't fucking deal with this. Guy. I don't know. Some some episodes are better than others. <laughs> apparently. Uh, All right, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Danny. Oh, I'm Dan Eden. I'm Katie Binkley. It's a wrap on this one. Backus. Back